Welcome to The Optimistic Dater, a podcast dedicated to dating and what it's become. I'm one of your hosts, Sam, joined by the lovely... Julia, and I'm coming at you with the woman's perspective, and today we're going to be talking about breakup excuses we've all heard before. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) We've all been broken up with, and we've all heard all the excuses, or at least we think we have. Um, I guess to start it off with, what's the number one, put it this way, what's the number one that you've heard, and what's the number one that you use? Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, um, the number one that I've heard is, it's not you, it's me. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. And uh, the one that I use is, I'm just not ready to date right now. Totally fair. I think that's a mm-hmm. more valid one than it's not you, it's me, because I think everyone now has the connotation of, it's not you, it's me, is not actually what it means. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For me, it's hearing that one. It's not you, it's me. Uh, and then using it's. Um, trying to think of last time I actually had to break up with somebody. I'm usually the on the receiving end of this, so. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, last one I I saw was um. I just I don't think it's gonna work out. Um. This was years ago, at the time going to different colleges or something. So was it you? Lo- you don't like bacon, and I like bacon, so we're done. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> You're a dog person. I'm a cat person. It's it's never gonna work. Cats and dogs. Hey, that's live serious together. business. Yeah, I'm it's a, a valid, I'm a, valid breakup reason. I'm a both person though, so like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So connotation of those breakups, or just like the worst ones we've heard. What's another bad one that you've heard? Um, another bad one is scared of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that one, I think, once paired with the it's not you, it's me thing, um, which usually leads into like, I have to work on myself or I'm, I'm going to work on myself. It's like, I feel like, though, if you say, like, I'm scared of commitment, then why are you out dating in the first place? If you're scared right? of commitment, you should be hanging out with friends and not focusing on dating. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're telling your partner, however long this has been, that you're scared of commitment, but you've been committed to them for the past however long, like, I'm not saying like months or whatever, but still, you took a chance, that's on you. That's, that's a, I think that's more of a get out of jail and, hopefully not hurt that person's feelings that much yeah because i feel like if you're scared of commitment it's something that you and your partner can work through not a breakup excuse yeah or it's an excuse to what the connotation of it's not you it's me has turned into uh Mm -hmm. there's somebody Mm -hmm. else usually my experience has turned into when these couple different lines are used it's there's already somebody in the wings that they're waiting on, they've talked to, and they're trying to get out of this. Oh, yeah. no, that's terrible. That's what dating is like now. <laughs> it is, because it's all, you know, like, the whole, I can, this is making me happy in this instant right now. Yep. But, you know, maybe this person can make me happier. Yeah, they could. So I'm going to dip out and maybe miss out on what this possibly could be for this 
I don't know what's going to be or if it's even going to be remotely close to what I have already. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see what happens on this grass is green on the other side thing. Oh, didn't work out. Sorry. Yeah. How about take a chance on what you have and see what it can turn into versus take a chance on something new. But then you would have to take a chance and people just don't want to do that. <laughs> Can't do but that. But you're already taking a chance. You're already I taking don't... a chance on nope. losing what you have. Nope, I'm sticking to my guns. You can't take a chance. But go out and date, but don't take a chance. <laughs> the hypocrisy at play is is real. Okay, what's another one? Um Oh. I got a lot going on right now. I can't prioritize you. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like that's, while in some instances, obviously I can see like, you know, how that is with certain people, certain mm -hmm. situations, I can totally be understanding of that. Generally, that is more like, hey, I don't really want to do this right now. I got other stuff going on that can take my time and attention. This isn't for me. Yeah, I think it's more of a I don't want to make time for you yeah. situation because you make time for what you want to make time for. Exactly. And at the bottom the bottom line of it. Yeah. And if you've already made it into a relationship or situationship or whatever you want to classify it as these days and they've worked into your schedule already, I feel like that's a BS excuse. Mm -hmm. What changed? Nothing changed? You didn't get a promotion? Nah still work it in yeah definitely how about um our zodiac our zodiac signs aren't compatible <laughs> i haven't heard this one personally but i feel attacked nonetheless <laughs> do you do that when you get into a new relationship do the girls like what's our what's your zodiac sign like Cup. are we compatible Numerous times I've been asked, like, what's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aquarius. So I, I don't know what that means other than I know the nickname for it is a water bear. That's all I know. I don't look it up. I don't know what it means other than that's that's what it is. Oh, well, I'm a Virgo and mine is pretty close to what I am. Basically, I'm a control freak <laughs> and I'm super clean and I love books. There you go. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. So I think mine, I, I looked it up once. I think mine's like independent and, and something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't pay attention to it. I, the only reason I pay attention to it was people, people were asking me more often than not when I started to date again, I was like, I guess I got to look into the Zodiac thing. I didn't know I was supposed to, but apparently that's a thing you're supposed to know. Nah, I mean, it's all just a bunch of rubbish, but there's a star up there, and there's a moon. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I know there's more than one star, but you know. I think it's it's a pretty far-fetched to base your entire relationship off your zodiac sign. Yeah, what the moon's it's doing. A fun, it's a fun little, like, you know, way to connect with somebody, I think. But it's not like a final decision of i'm gonna date this person or i'm not gonna date this person but the zodiac sign in the newspaper said that today's no, not gonna work Sam, no yeah yep <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me yep yep oh what's another one that we've heard or, uh, that we've heard or that we've used i guess 
Um, or that's just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Um... Mm. I, know, I know recently I've had the one used on me. It's getting too serious too fast. Yeah. And I can see like how that could be a thing, but at the same time, I feel like if it's getting too serious too fast, let's pump the brakes on it. Not right. let's break up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If it's getting too serious too fast, okay, that's like an indicator of how it's going. So you need to like take a step back and reevaluate how you're going, not like full stop. Hey, see ya. Yeah. That's not an exactly. exit ramp. That's a caution. That's a yield sign. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, one that I've heard is I'm not over my ex, which is like, okay. When did like, cause then you have to dive into, okay, when, were you with your ex? How long ago was it? And then that opens another can of worms of like, oh, it's been that long and you're not over your ex? Like, oh, I think that's like personal reasons that you haven't grown from. But it's also like, a, if you're not over your ex now, then you weren't over your ex when we started dating. Right. So why were you even dating me in the first place? Yeah, yeah. Which goes back to like, you got stuff to work on that you're clearly ignoring. You're, mm. it's, you're getting your mind taken off those things ooh shiny thing over there let's go for that yeah <laughs> okay so let's talk about the aftermath of these types of breakups and how to stay in a positive mindset whenever people use these excuses mm. yes um, staying in a positive mindset after one of these excuses Maybe not the bacon one. Uh, yeah, probably not that one. Um, <laughs> that one would just... Well, if you don't like bacon, I don't want you anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would just perplex me for all of my days. and be like, wow, she really doesn't like bacon? Okay, I guess. Couldn't have done turkey bacon. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts, though. Um, whatever. I think staying in a positive mindset, at least from the guy side of things, especially when... The biggest thing that I've seen is the worst part of it is not knowing what happened on their mm -hmm. end. Um, right. At least from personal experience as well as uh, from people that I've talked to in my own personal life, what as of late the trend has been if one of those excuses is used, somebody's already in the wings for that girl from my guy friends um, and personally. So that means that your mind's going to just play all sorts of terrible games with you of like, well, when did they start talking? What did they do? Like, why is this, like, when did this happen? Um, and then you kind of go down the spiral rabbit hole, which I think you, you honestly have to go through as terrible as it is. You have to go through and process those feelings and the lowest, what feels like the lowest part of your life for a bit to come out on the other side and learn and be stronger on it as cliche as that is hi dude <laughs> um yeah I, I think especially personally when i heard it's not you it's me um the not knowing of what's happening after that um feels like there's just like a vacuum 
with you after you've built any sort of relationship with that person. Not knowing what they're doing, not knowing uh, what's going on behind the scenes, not knowing, like, now that you are cut off, it feels very high. Um, it feels very, uh, how do I put it? Uh, you feel alone and empty. Yeah. I think that boils down to being secure within yourself and loving yourself enough to know, like, if this person has an excuse for why they can't be with me, then, then they don't deserve me anyway. Like right. I know what I have to offer somebody and we're just not compatible and that's fine. I'm going to find somebody who's going to mesh with me better. Yeah. Let's move forward. You know, it's, it's being in the mindset of every, every encounter you have with a human, there's a lesson to be learned there. Mm -hmm. So take that lesson and then move forward with it. But don't, don't break yourself down and don't pick yourself apart because of, like you said, not knowing why they broke up with you and thinking that it's your fault or something you did or, you know, unless there is something that you obviously did wrong, but then that boils down to communication and them needing to communicate with you about, hey, you did this wrong so that you're able to fix it or say, hey, we're just not compatible because you don't like this thing that I do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I There's a lot of, at least from the guy side of things, there's a lot of like self almost self-pity that happens after a breakup because it's it generally for the guys it's what did i do wrong but you can't figure out what you did wrong because that person's no longer part of your life so you're stuck wondering what's going on or what can i improve on uh it's, it'll take some time but um that is kind of i would say the general guy breakup uh kind of that's everybody because well, i've yeah. definitely been guilty of that and i'm the kind of person that will like we broke up, but I will text you 20 times and be like, can you just like communicate with me and tell me what went wrong here? Because I can't yeah. just sit here and keep playing this in my head, trying to figure out what the hell I did wrong yep. in this situation to make you not want to be with me. Because yep. I know what you're saying to me is an excuse. I know that that's not like a valid reason because if it was, then we could work through it. Yeah, it's it's probably a, a ripcord moment for them and they just found something to say. Um, because if they didn't, if they weren't actually going to say that, they would work through it with you. Um, yeah. And I think, I think the bottom line, the lesson in this is that just communicate with people, just be honest with people because either way you're going to hurt their feelings, whether yeah. you make an excuse that they're going to know is bullshit or you tell them the truth. And I think having that honesty in that breakup moment, like, Hey, these are things like say, Hey, these are things I can't look past in your demeanor, your personality, um, that I don't think are going to work well with us. So maybe that's why, you know, said breakup would happen. Um, instead of just a kind of BS throw at the wall excuse of it's not you, it's me. I'm going to work on myself. And then two weeks later you see that person with a new guy or, yeah. or something like that. Um, just being honest and upfront, which, is weird that people have to say this, but if you're honest, it'll go further than being a liar. Yeah, I think it too has come to, it's come from people's reactions to you being honest, because I've definitely been in situations where I've been honest about it mm -hmm. and people freak the fuck out. But at the same time, like 
that's exactly why that person isn't compatible with you. So yep. And hopefully down the line they will see like oh they'll have that aha moment, mm-hmm. um, which I mean if you're if you're a I'm tiptoe on this one, if you're a well mannered and well perceived human being, when you break up with somebody. I would hope that you would also not feel ill will towards them. Now, granted, situations may vary, but um, you hope them nothing but the best afterwards. And mm-hmm. in hoping nothing for the best, hopefully down the line they realize, ah, that was that, that this is what she meant when she said that moment. Yeah. You would hope. And I think that people just need to realize that it's okay not to be compatible with somebody. Yeah. Because, and it's better to figure it out in the beginning than 10 years down the road. Especially, that's why we have these first dates. Like, hey, take you on a date and not a word is said. Oh, yeah. Like, we're not going on a second date. (laughs) Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, What is a out there one? Let's, Let's go through just the ridiculous list of breakup excuses. Uh... Ridiculous. And for those listening, challenge for you guys in the comments, put your most ridiculous breakup excuse. Please and thank you. Or one that you've heard from somebody Or one else. that you've heard, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Didn't you have a list? <laughs> I did. Oh. I did have a list, but we've said all of my, the ones oh, on my list. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize we said them all. Yeah, I don't have that many ridiculous ones. Mine was the, I like bacon, you don't like bacon, I'm done. I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Dogs and cats can't oh, live together. Oh, here's one. This, this one's good. I love you, and I won't be able to bear it if I lose you. And before that happens, let's break up. <laughs> Damn. All right. Cutting out the heartstrings there. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, as... I mean, I get it. It could be valid. But at the same time, it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. That's like somebody wrote that for like a notebook level movie and it got cut. Yeah. The notebook is a great movie. Okay. Well, I'm just saying like, if you put that line in something like that, I think everyone would be like, that's so lovely. I can't believe they said it like that. And be like, well, really, when you think about it, how they just said that. <laughs> what about you what are some overly ridiculous crazy ones that you've heard crazy ones that I've heard um, uh, I had a buddy not going to name drop anybody but had a girl tell him that she was moving for a new job mm-hmm. didn't move popped up uh, later with a new guy like two or three days later uh, at a restaurant he happened to see her at. He's like, oh. Hmm. So she just said I'm moving, but yeah, didn't move. Maybe maybe <laughs> if you're going to say I'm going to move, actually move, don't, I mean, granted, maybe she's moving after that, but like, I was like, that's a weird thing to say and then to immediately be up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was her brother. Holding hands? <laughs> Probably not. That'd be weird. <laughs> Um, 
I'm allergic to cats. I feel like that would be a terrible excuse. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, bye. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> See ya. You're lost, bucko. <laughs> I can't think of any other, like, terrible ones that I've heard. Because usually, like, I guess the other thing that pairs with that is, uh, are these in person or are these via text? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, yeah, so, like, ways that people break up with other people. Yeah, because nowadays, I've, the past couple of relationships I've been in, it's literally just been a text message. Not even, like, in person. It'll be in person when, like, the exchanging of valuables, but that's about it. Um, yeah, it's been like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Click type thing yeah i don't think it's ever been i don't think i've ever broken up with someone over a text message i've broken up with people like on facetime before yeah because we were in a long distance relationship that's fair uh but never just a text message we're done bro sorry goodbye yeah yeah that's i feel like i feel like the stereotype has always been like guys do that more than girls and they might i don't know I, again, granted, I don't have a lot of experience on that front of breaking up with people, but past couple have all been through text for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's easier that way to like just check out. I feel like um, mm -hmm. with that after effect, it's already mentally you're checked out, so I don't want to deal with that person anymore, which I get. Um, the other one, just unfriending you, like. See ya. That's a weird one. What? Or like, yeah, just blocking, just ghosting yep, you. Yeah, just blocked <laughs> like, and ghosts. Completely. Have you been ghosted before? Oh, numerous times. Numerous, numerous times. I can't, I don't, I don't even, like, I don't understand how somebody could just physically just ghost someone that they've been, like, dating. I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, either not being honest uh, with that person or it's early enough on in said relationship not to like label a relationship but like you're dating in a sense maybe went on one or two dates that i feel like people feel like ghosting is just like an easy cut the cord don't have to deal with that person anymore instead of yeah let's try to drag this out and see what happens because or it's a i don't want to have to deal with your reaction to yep. me breaking up with you so i'm gonna ghost you yep yep i always love so i've been i have been ghosted one time and I was ghosted by this guy early in my dating experience. And it was like before I started working out a lot and before I had like my glow up of sorts. Mm -hmm. So he ghosted me. And then about a year later, slid into my DMs again and was like trying to talk to me again. I was like, are you serious right now? Wham. And his, his words were like, oh, you're looking good. You've been working out. And I was like, goodbye <laughs> like are you serious yep yep i've no i've been ghosted and then years later like that person i've noticed either via social media like instagram stories or tiktok stuff viewing mm -hmm. my profile and that's always been like a huh moment i'm just like why are you okay whatever i'm not gonna like reach out to you but that's weird that you're looking up my stuff so after a breakup do you normally block the person that you broke up with? 
Um, is that like a normal practice? Do you feel like? I feel like it's a normal practice. Um, I've just never been that person to, um, I mean, unless I get blocked first, which t typically happens, which I feel like if you're the one to get blocked, dude, you gotta move. <laughs> Claw, putting his claws into me. Um, I feel like if you're the person that gets blocked, uh, you're somewhat, I know this is totally like internet BS, but I feel like you're somewhat in the right if you're the one that got blocked. So like, say you blocked me afterwards, like something messed up, like on your end of it, I feel like. I can see that, but as like from a woman's perspective, I've definitely blocked my exes before. Yeah. Because especially as somebody who has like the following that I have, I feel like they get into my business a lot. For sure. And so then I'll block them so that they're just not in it. Yeah. I, uh, for for the female audience, I think that's that's not... I think that's a pretty regular practice. Mm -hmm. Only with my small experience of it. Because I've been blocked after said breakups. Like, every time. I'll get blocked. And then a couple months, years later, whatever, all of a sudden, like, you start seeing them pop up again. You're like, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah. I'll delete all the stuff, like, around said relationship. But I won't, like, block you. Like, because I'm also typically... Do you delete things or do you private things? No, I delete like, really? Yeah. I don't I don't ever delete. I I will private things or archive things, but I always keep the things because I feel like it's part no, okay, I lied. I have deleted before. I I feel like the ones that hurt the most I've deleted. Yeah. Just because I feel like when you really need to get over somebody, you have to delete that stuff so you don't keep going back to it. Yep. Yep. But at the same time it's it's hard because it's like that's a part of your life. And do you want to delete all that? Yeah, especially like, cause you've sh like you can delete it, but like that moment still lives in your memory. So like, it's not really ever deleted, but at least you don't have to look at it and be reminded. Um, yeah, I just know like that person that I was talking about, um, that I deleted like all their stuff. I did need to do that to get over them, but also we're really good friends now, and I wish I still had some of those yeah. pictures. You know. Makes sense. So it does make me sad sometimes, but I do think it was something that I needed to do to get at over the time. Him. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could see that. I could see it both ways. I could see. I feel like the only counterpoint to keeping stuff, maybe someone would have, is you're in a sense hoping that that stuff doesn't go away forever, and maybe something happens. Yeah. The only counterpoint I could see somebody making, but I feel like that's not the actuality of it. Just like eh, it was a fun time. Especially, like, if you hit a PR and that person happened to be in your video or, like, congratulated you in a lift or something. Well, I still hit the PR, even though the person that I don't talk to anymore is in the video, too. Yeah, that sounds very personal. <laughs> There's one or two of those. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, or, like, an adventure type thing, you know, whatever. Going to Yeah, a, like, my, my first time I went to Universal was with one of my exes and i still have some of those pictures but actually that's one of my exes that i'm like <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> first time i went to a uh, professional soccer game i went with a girlfriend of mine and so like we got all the stuff like the scarves and jerseys and i'm mm -hmm. like oh my first time was there i've gone obviously since then but like i was like oh dang <laughs> i haven't talked to that person in years so i don't know 
but stuff like that um, I can see keeping around because, you know, 10, almost eh, 10, 15 years down the line, you're not really going to care. Yeah, I actually just listened to a uh, podcast the other day. It was the Call Her Daddy podcast. I don't know if you've heard that one, but um, she was talking about Xboxes and boxes that people keep of things that they've like done with their exes or like notes from their exes, pictures, special mementos from their exes. That's a thing. Do you have one? Fuck no. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, I have a memory box, which is like a memory box of like all the mementos, you know, and I do have things for my exes in there um, that I just haven't ever gotten rid of, but I, I think it's like a part of my life and it's something like little things that I want to keep. But at the same time, I can see how it could be weird. I feel like physical objects are a different memory bank than like social media. That makes sense. Like pictures. Yeah. yeah. Like if I physically took a picture with you, like a Polaroid, like a couple of years ago, I got a Polaroid camera and mm-hmm. I have since wasted Polaroids on people that have not stayed. But like Polaroids are expensive. Exactly. Um <laughs> So I can see like keeping something like that. Um, I can see, yeah, physical objects I can see, but like a box of like sorted out X stuff, that's a little weird. <laughs> that's a little weird. So like the things that I have are like, so one of my exes lived in California. And so one of the things I kept were airplane tickets from like going to California. I have those. And then... um like from which so this is like an instance where I'm glad that I kept those some of these things is like I kept the flowers from my ex-husband and a bunch of little things throughout our whole marriage I kept little things and he passed away two years ago Mm -hmm. and now I have those things and I can give those things to my kids but I feel like that's a little different being married to someone versus just like dating somebody yeah that's that's what those are cherished memories as opposed to like dates I guess potential dates type thing yeah but then like where do you draw that line when when is it like to a point where it's like it's okay to keep this stuff because it was like such a significant relationship yeah and it's not okay because it was just like a part of your past and it's not like something that you should be holding on to um i guess it would i mean honestly it'd probably be a by object memory basis um Mm -hmm. But I feel like if if you truly love a person, like full hard, full full on love that person, and you have created memories with that person, you have or children with those per- with that person. <laughs> children, uh, you have knickknacks, you have cherished memories. I think mm-hmm. obviously keeping all that stuff great as long as I feel like as long as your next partner at some point in time mm-hmm. is like, hey, what's this? Like, God forbid they like just rummage through your shit but i'm just saying like if you have things around then it'd be a little weird because i have caught myself leaving certain things up post breakups that i totally forgot were up in my apartment and then mm-hmm. you're like oh shit that's from so and so i should have took that down when you like invite company over like just even buddies over what about like instances where you have something that an ex gave you like say they gave you you know, like a necklace, but you like genuinely really love that necklace and you're not really emotionally connected to the fact that your ex gave it to you. I could, I think there's a fair amount of like when that initial exchange of like stuff back to the other person happens, 
I feel like there's some things that like get left out inevitably whether if a guy gives me something I'm not giving it back <laughs> see yeah I feel like that's 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 par for the course in term on both sides I think if if it's a gift um and whether you're like accepting of it or like you said you're not emotionally attached to that person but you're attached to that object like that's fine I feel like that's fine right but if it's like a gift and it like constantly fucking reminds you of that person like yeah that shit's going back to you sorry like I appreciate yeah. the gift at the time but I can't keep looking at that yeah do you have anything that you hold on to that could potentially be an issue for a future relationship um I have one thing uh from my ex-fiance it's a butt plug no that stuff's all in safe storage that's not next to the ropes and the paddles and all that stuff that's fine um um so she proposed to me um surprisingly and it was surprising because we had talked about it prior to how we both didn't want to get married or anything like that we just wanted like a life partner type thing like we were just Mm -hmm. we weren't going to marry or anything like that we're like okay that's where the page we were at uh, and then she did this whole rigmarole thing of like, oh, actually, boom. So I have a, uh, what is it? A, like a Nano PlayStation 1, like the, the digital version of that. And mm-hmm. she and her uh, her niece uh, decorated it with the message, will you marry me, on it. And it's in my TV cabinet because it's like, one it was a playstation and i played games with the niece because she'd come over all the time we'd babysit her but it's just kind of like there i don't think about mm-hmm. it but like if somebody like rummaged through things and saw that they'd be like what the hell is this this has got like little foam will you marry me on it yeah yeah it might be like a like a questionable moment for a woman for sure a little bit so i'll probably okay, clean so- that at some point or move it <laughs> So mine is that I have a collection of my ex's t-shirts. Like I have, I call it my boyfriend collection because it's like. <laughs> yeah. All the oversized t-shirts. A t-shirt from each guy I've dated oh. or multiple t-shirts from each guy I've dated. Okay. I thought it was and like I've just only, one ex. Nope. Gotcha. It's probably one from everyone that I've dated. Like seriously dated. Gotcha. Okay. Or a few from each. <laughs> Whatever sticks around. Yeah, but you know, I can see that. But it's just more of like I've become attached to that shirt. Like I like the shirt. I like wearing the oversized shirt to bed. Or it's not really about the person. I I definitely have numerous hoodies that have gone missing to previous re- relationships yeah. that just gone and I had to restock. And I think that's that's definitely more of a girl thing is that we steal oh, our yeah. men's clothes. But a lot of women, I think, get rid of the clothes. Because they have some emotional attachment to it. I can see that. Um, but I do think that the men that I have negative feelings about or towards or ha- there was like a negative ending, like I won't touch their shirts. But for some reason, I still have them. I don't know why. I can see that. There's Except for one. I threw all his shit away. Cause... There's certain like even outfits that like I would wear. Either out and about outfits or your maid outfit yeah that one too uh or uh or like gym attire 
that like I won't wear. I'm just like, uh, off chance that that's person that I got this with wears their same things on that same day. Shit. Like that kind of creeps in the back of my head sometimes. Oh my God. That's the cutest shit though. Like matching couples, gym <sighs> clothes. That's a couple goals right there. Yep. Totally was. <laughs> but yeah, I don't keep, I don't, I don't have anything else. I don't think. Because guys can't, like, steal their girls' clothing. so that'd They be... can, it just might be a little weird. Super weird. Um, like, odds and ends, knickknacks. Um, oh, I definitely still have... So, the first person that I dated after my breakup with my fiancé, um, I moved to an apartment, and I didn't have wine glasses. And so, she brought mm-hmm. wine glasses over. Still have them. It's been three years. Still have them. Just, hey, yeah. but they're wine glasses. They're wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, I have since got other wine glasses, but like th- I still have those ones. Yeah. See, I think there's like certain items that you just don't have an emotional connection to, but you just use the item all the time. Yeah. It's just there and like makes, not that it like makes sense or it just all of a sudden it lives at your place and like, yeah, okay. Like it's a thing. It's not a yeah. emotional thing. It's a object. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we covered a little bit of breaking up the, the aftermath there, as well as post-breakup, I guess, exchanges of what you have, what I have, things, I guess. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of, um, like for wrapping this up, I think that a lot of, a lot of, um, controversy on social media is that like we men and women have very different experiences, but really we all have a lot of the same experiences. For sure. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a divide on social media because of whatever reason where it's pitting men and women against each other for a lot of stuff when Mm -hmm. in actuality like yeah we all get broken up with like shittily we all go through like that awkward moment of like all right now i gotta pack up all their stuff and take it to them oh this will be great like we all go through that um and hopefully we can at least learn to not be so cynical about it you're gonna break up with people Mm -hmm. especially if you're in the dating world you're gonna break up with people and you're going to get broken up with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to have to give all their stuff back. And you're going to try to have to figure out laundry for the next two weeks of what's yours, what's mine. And then one day you're going to find somebody who you're super compatible with and doesn't break up with you. And then you get married and you live happily ever after. Yeah. That's the hope, right? That's the hope. That's the hope. That's what we aim for here. We are trying to all give you the benefit of the doubt and just chase your goals and go after it kiddo or you know or not whatever if you want to be a Debbie Downer too that's fine or when someone gives you a bullshit excuse you say no you're staying with me you don't have the choice (laughs) then they marry you that's the end of that yeah no bullshit excuses here (laughs) all right that'll do it for us uh Comment below what your worst breakup excuse was, uh, either that you heard or that was used on you. Uh, we'll read through those. And then uh, other than that, we, got, we will see you in the next one.